0: WWE is still mourning the loss of winning rotunda Bray Wyatt as well as Terry Funk uh, here on tonight's SmackDown post show. There will be a reunion and a memorial of them uh, in their passing and a whole bunch of tribute and maybe me and Stephanie will share our experiences or thoughts or memorable moments of these two amazing
1: people. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, Four, three, two, one, zero. 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.
0: That's right, you guys, Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's show on the planet. I am, of course, your EIC of WT here, Adriana Santana, as well as one half of the only dominating tag team in Women's Wrestling Talk history, of the Soul Shakers. And, of course, I am not alone. I have my co-host here. Queen Steph Hardy is in the building of the Hardy Wrestling Podcast, as well as being the host and writer here for Women's Wrestling Talk. And, of course, as we said... Throughout this show, I mean, it is a remembrance of Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk with Friday Night Smackdown being where they, you know, did somewhat of a tribute show um, dedicated to the both of them. Uh, Stephanie, how how are you feeling and everything? Well, I feel okay um, right now. And yeah, this week has been a lot. It really has been a lot, but I can say that I am happy in the least that we are remembering all of the good things that these two people gave us. And they are, you know, generational talents, of course. And I believe this episode of SmackDown really did, you know, highlight um, the the greatest parts of the both of them. So I'm okay. I thought I was gonna be a hot blubbering mess because I am a crybaby. Um, but I, I actually wasn't, and am not a a crying mess now. Now, probably later I might cry, but right now I'm just not like in it. Like, I'm just like, wow. You know, the show was beautiful though. Yeah, it was. I do feel like, you know, I hope everybody else um, is feeling okay. I know that this has been a big um, whirlwind these past couple of days, you know, of course with Terry Funk, but also with Bray. I mean, nobody was was actually wanting to see that happening or, or coming or really, truly even expecting that. So I'm gonna say if everybody's like off their ball game, I was off today and everything. Um, so I can I can see if anybody else was pretty much off today as well. So I mean, if you were, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I know we when we had a discussion or two or uh, not just but last night for the impact show I was saying like you know it kind of feels a little bit of the same how it was when Eddie had passed you know what I'm saying um kind of that effect of like what not expecting news just came out of nowhere and everything so it it, it is like that but of course you know why we're here want to diving to Friday Night Smackdown and everything. Of course, they did open up the show uh, with in remembrance of Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. Just like dang, you know, everybody came out. I mean, you got to see Eric Rowan. You got to see um, Braun Strowman, who we haven't seen in a while. And, you know, definitely our our hearts here definitely goes out to both of their families. definitely you know of course with uh bray and jojo um and family and friends but i definitely will have to say like with braun and eric i mean like they they've lost both two of their brothers bray and brody you know what I'm saying and it's just like it it, it's, it was one of those unexpected moments where you just like what wow you know and it, it's 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 a tough time but um definitely a salute to everyone uh you know, who came out and, and supported and those who could not make it due to last minute, you know, things like that. And you know, they kinda had to scrap and, and you know do what they can to try to make this a uh in remembrance of the both of them because I mean this is like not like I said it's very, very unexpected. So It it was nice to see that, and you know, the show show has to go on and everything. But at least they were able to, throughout the show, showcase you know a little bit of Terry Funk's uh, legacy as well as Bray Wyatt's legacy and how much of an impact he's had um, on us. You know, watching him from the start, all the way up until now. So it, it 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 is, you know, it's 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 a wild, wild time. You know what I'm saying? So um hopefully of course you know with friday night's man they did what they could maybe with monday night raw they have a little more preparation um, on what exactly they plan on doing and stuff but yeah it's 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 tough um it really is so um he definitely he still has a whole world in his hands i mean this is just it's 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 a sad moment um it really really is something that you just cannot and then them putting this here i mean it's just like This is like beginning era of being Bray Wyatt, you know, having the whole Wyatt family and everything like that. And, you know, it's just, they did, they did do, do really good. considered that it is so fresh and so it's just rough, you know, it's rough being in those positions where you have coworkers that you've known for so many years and, you know, you just, they're making their run, their comeback and everything. And and this stuff like that happens. But like I said, show still has to go on but of course uh their their legacy lives on forever and ever. Yeah. Um just to chime in a little bit on this part like I this part is something that I guess us as wrestling fans can come to expect and it's sad but this has been our reality in so many different scenarios where we've lost people that we in wrestling that we've loved to watch and that we've grown accustomed to seeing all the time. And then we see all the superstars standing out there and you can definitely tell, you know, how hard they were taking it with all the tears that we did see Mm -hmm. and even triple H. Cause normally the, normally a leader would say something because it's like you said, when Eddie Guerrero passed away, Mm -hmm it was Vince McMahon who was standing in the front and he spoke about what happened before they did the tribute part with the Tim bell salute. Yeah. Triple H couldn't say he wasn't saying anything. And Michael Cole had to lead the charge. Yeah. And just after they, after you saw the package and then with the crowd singing, he's got the whole world in his hands. Like that really like sent chills down my spine because that was the he Bray Wyatt flipped that song on his head because that is a song that a lot of people would sing, you know, in reference to whatever if mm-hmm. you're a Christian and you know what that song means to you, right. you know that's what that song has meant to you until, of course, Bray Wyatt took it and flipped it into something else and and it's just like when everybody started singing it that just and then you had the gentleman with the sign, yeah. it just really it it just felt very surreal. And then the rocking chair popped up, and then they put the camera on Eric Redbeard and Braun and it was just and Cody too, and it was just like a lot, and it felt like I told my daddy, like I really feel like this should be a lie, like I feel like I like this shouldn't be a thing, like this shouldn't be real, but somehow it is, and it's just not. This is, I guess this is just a stage of grief where I'm at. I mean, I'm, I'm halfway in denial, but this is where we're at. And I just hate it so much. Yeah. This, like I said, it is a tough situation to, you know, be in where you just like, no, this can't be real. Like what? No. Like, are you like, seriously, I was like what? Like I know there. I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, what do you mean? Like, what happened? Especially you know with Triple H tweet yesterday, and you know, imagine people who were like, you know, of course not on social media and finding out like, what? What are you talking about? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it's it still just it still just doesn't feel like it's truly happened. And it's like, damn, this is really happening. So. Like I said, we we definitely um do um send our condolences to both Terry Funk and uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, friends and family, um, and all those who were affected uh, and impacted uh, by them, too. Well, of course, like I said, we do have to, of course, move on within the show because, you know, it is what it is. And shout out to, you know, of course, those who did come out and wrestle tonight who, you know, of course, had Bray tapped and Terry Funk, you know, taped around their arms or wherever they put it and everything like that uh we did get this uh non-title match between ray mysterio and uh, grayson waller to open up the show tonight Uh, it was a really really great match uh definitely thoroughly enjoyed it for the most part i mean grayson he's a he's an amazing talent and ray i mean Ray can, it doesn't matter who you put Ray in the ring with, he can still go like it's nothing, you know what I'm saying? I didn't see him hold his title tonight, I don't know what was going on with that, I guess maybe he just didn't come out with it or whatever, but I was like, girl wins the title, but whatever, nonetheless, um, it was still a really, really good match until Mr. Theory decided that of course he wanted to come out, Um and well... He's here. He tried to be a distraction before Santos Escobar came out and started knocking him inside his head with the Mario coins out and uh, <laughs> beat that man down, and then uh, Ray Mysterio did end up winning the victory. But we also do know that at payback, Austin Theory will be getting his rematch against Ray Mysterio for the United States Championship um, child. I don't know. That corner spot, I would say, with Ray and Grayson did feel like, okay, now – I don't need Ray to be getting all these damn concussions. Okay. He didn't already he got knocked out the first time with Santos and everything. I don't need him to get knocked out again. Okay. Um, but yeah, so this was really, really great. I thoroughly enjoyed it as an opening match, you know, for tonight's show. Uh Stephanie, what are your thoughts on this? And do you think their De- theory will will get his title back, uh a payback? I don't. I don't think that Theory will get his title back at Payback. And that's not Mm -hmm. to say that, you know, he can't lock in and focus because we've seen him get in the ring and really like perform to the best of his ability. But I honestly feel like Ray Mysterio is proud to be a United States champion and is proud to have gold on, on the LWO at this juncture. So Mm -hmm. I just don't see Ray, you know, giving it up that easily and only to give it back to the same person who held it before. Mm -hmm. I just don't see that happening. I feel like Ray is definitely going to pull through and retain the United States championship. Like, it's all right Like, that's just how I feel. Um, and this whole match was really good, though, in terms of Grayson Waller. I feel like Grayson, whenever he whenever he wrestles, because I know a lot of people on social media do complain a bit about him doing his show more so than we see him in ring. But my thing is, when you do see him in ring, he is always on team. Like, he's always, you know, focused, like, the fact that he is getting in the ring with these legends, like, he fought Edge, he done scrapped up with John Cena, even if only for a minute, and even though it's rumored that maybe they might have another match soon, like, it's clear that they really trust him and his ability because, quite frankly, like, every time he gets in the ring with these OGs, he kicks butt. Like, Mm -hmm. he was giving Rey Mysterio the business, like, especially when he hit that backflip and hit it into a DDT. Like, I was just like... Come through Grayson. That's I don't cool. know what that mean. What what that move is even called in your arsenal but you did that okay like i give credit where credit is due like he really is out here doing the work you know and even though he might not be as dominant as people would have thought you know um or whatever coming from nxt he is still doing a phenomenal job and then of course you know he has his grace of waller effect with cody which i am interested in seeing it payback too like that's gonna be interesting Mm -hmm. but either way you know This match was fantastic, and I'm glad that Santos was there to even up the odds when Austin came out there and acted like he wanted to mess with Ray. Like, no, this is not what this is. Um, It's clear that Santos and Ray are still operating on, you know, an even level. So, yeah, this was great. We need them to stay um, on that uh great grace and everything uh ray did uh pay tribute to uh bray doing his clothes on instant um we did i did peep that and everything so uh, i did not thank you for that Mm -hmm. Yeah. what i did say there there were a lot of moves from bray uh that were utilized in these matches tonight um and even you know of course with uh terry funk too but when you do speak of Cody Rose and Grayson Waller, of course. The Grayson Waller effect will be taking place at Payback. Uh Grayson Waller, I guess, you know, still working on getting The Rock uh to come to his show and everything. And I still do have faith that The Rock is gonna come back because of Grayson Waller. So just putting that out there in the universe. So when it when you see The Rock come up, and he's with Grayson. Don't say I didn't tell y'all. Oh Treon. <laughs> I lost all of my hope in Iller. (laughs) No. I lost it. (laughs) I think he might gain it back, uh, tonight, probably, so. I would say. All right, of course, we move on, because we did have a small little backstage, um, promo with damage control and of course bailey doing all of the talking for both of them or basically all three of them and her wearing bray um on her uh arm as well of course but you know giving a lot of uh props and everything to like eo uh sky and of course with you know letting it be known that i mean is a former a former uh, NXT champion former NXT tag team champion a former WWE women's tag team champion and now your current WWE women's champion so it's like we have EO Sky who's doing so much and everything like that, and us damage control. All three of us are going to continue to do amazing things. just that's what we do, and Zelina Vega. You know, you may be your moment to you know get a title opportunity, but EO Sky is not losing that title anytime soon. Um, per se. Yeah, like, she is shorter than Kayla, and I'm like, damn, how short is Kayla? And what's so bad is, Bailey was like, it Loki sounds like you want to join LWO, and I'm just like, girl. <laughs> Bailey, <laughs> why would you say that to her, number one, and, and then saying that she should be in it because she's short? I was just like, that was wild to Man, me. Yeah, that's the case, EO need to be in there because she's short. I mean, but they can't be in it. Hey, I think EO might be an honorable like, Hispanic woman because she wrestled in Lucha on the ground. Yeah, that is true. And they were going up for her, you know, in Puerto Rico, but, you know, in the, but in the literal factual sense, (laughs) I just know, I just know, I just can't wait for the day that, you know, Kayla might actually like pop off on someone. Like I'm, I'm ready for her big Bama energy to come out. Like I'm really ready for it. I understand she's a journalist and she does have to keep it cute just like she always is. But ma'am, There has to come a day where you got to let these girls know that you are not to be played with. Well, get the folding chair cable. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But of course we move on to our, uh, I don't know why they make it so like this is a triple threat match for this damn title where this graphic is, but um, actually it is Zelina Vega getting her title opportunity against EO Sky, um, for the WWE Women's Championship match, and one thing I will say that I do appreciate about these two is the fact of that the chemistry that they have is so amazing. Like these two in the ring, I I enjoy it so much. Like to not any like I noticed like the what the third match they've had each, against each other since like Zelina beat Eo twice and everything, but whenever they're in a match with each other, it's so good. Like it's the Although they are like within the same height range and everything like that, it's just some fact of that they are so good together. They they mesh well. They 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 know how to counter different things, and especially for like their size and everything together. I mean, it's it's great. Eo is an amazing seller. Um, Zelina coming out, of course, with the Puerto Rican uh, gear and everything with Bray on her sleeve and everything, and it's just like. It's it's everything. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, it, it even looked as if, like, you know, maybe Zelina could have, you know, taken this title off of EO. But I, I doubt it, though. I, I think there needs a little, be a little bit more build up uh, for it to happen and everything because I don't think Zelina can say that she has two victories over EO, Scott. I think there needs to be a little bit more, but she is the one who can give EO a run for her money. And I think that a lot of people, I think that with Zelina Vega, she has grown a lot in the ring wise. Like a lot of people say, oh, well she can't wrestle. She's this, she's that. But I feel like she's been, she has been showcasing a lot more that she can step into the ring with an EOS guy with like a real Ripley. She's hell, she's been in the ring with Oscar before and Bianca and so many other people. And she's really proven that she she can go in the ring. Hell she fucking beat fucking Dewdrop and became queen of the ring. So like she can she can go in the ring with a lot of people. It's just giving her that opportunity. Um and well her opportunity was tonight and she did the best she could but with EO you know threw her ass into the damn steps and hit that damn moonsault on her. That was that was done for. But Zelina definitely did give up a good fight uh, tonight. And I mean it's like, well, what's next for, for EO? You know, or, or what's next for, for Zelina and everything too yeah like this match was really good like these two you could tell that these two really have you know gotten to know each other and and the way that they move in the ring because there were a couple of there were like a bunch of moments where EO had a lot of Zelina's moves scouted and Zelina had a lot of EO's moves scouted. like they really were you know parallel to each other in this match and I loved it you know they they did a phenomenal job and I was low-key scared that Bailey and Dakota were going to try to, like, interfere in some kind of way because that's just what they do. Right. But they really didn't do do that this time. You know, they were just laughing and ha-ha and stuff like that. But they weren't really, like, yeah. doing nothing crazy with their interference. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that they, that this match did get to rock because I did, you know, retweet this before, you know, when they released the graphic initially earlier in the week yeah. before everything went haywire. Yeah, I said, look, give them time like give them more time because that's something that we've been noticing a lot that a yeah. lot of the women haven't been receiving a lot of time when it comes to their matches and with this they did receive a lot of time and I'm glad um and it meant a lot considering just like Jeffrey said in the comments you know Zelina mentioned how Bray actually did cape up for her when she was you know wrestling um And trying to, you know, get signed with WWE when she was going to be a rosebud, you know. Mm -hmm, Jesus, that was forever ago. But, yeah, like, like he really did, you know, cape up for her in that way and saying that she should be with them. And now look at her, she is. And that definitely, and that clearly meant a lot to her. So for her to do this and perform on a night that clearly means a lot to everybody and to her, you know, it was great and she did a fantastic job. But as a very big fan of Zelina Vega, I want her to have her moment at some point. Like, cause it's like, she's been a tag team champion. She's been mm-hmm. queen of the ring. Mm-hmm. Like at what point, like, I understand that there are like 50 let reasons that people will come up with business wise or otherwise. as so why she shouldn't, you know, be crown champion and whatever. And I get that. But I just feel like with as much improvement that she's made and with all of the things that she does outside of WWE in terms of, you know, getting other audiences into it, like via anime, via video gaming and so many other things. Like, why isn't why can't she have, you know, a championship run, a title or something like there just has to be a better way and another way for her to be crowned because she's good. She's been that girl for a minute. And I just don't want her to just be floundering around and never have an opportunity to be crowned in some way. So, yeah, Zelina has always been that girl to me. So, yeah, EO won, and this match was great, but I'm ready for Zelina to have her things now. I think somewhere down the line, um, it is very possible that, that it could happen for Zelina. I just think that, I mean there's there's other elements of course with Wilina gonna go into I mean right now of course they they're pretty high on eO at this moment you know what I'm saying like especially with her winning the title like so right now it's kind of more so like EO's moment you know what I'm saying things like that but I do feel like somewhere down the line um, Zelina will have that moment, you know what I'm saying? She got it, of course, she got it for when she won Queen of the Ring. She got it when she became Women's Tag Team Champions with Carmella. She got it when she, um, with you know, within Puerto Rico and everything. So, you know, and stuff like that. And, like, she's, I feel like, you know, ever since she's came back and everything, she's been getting, she's been getting those, those moments. I do feel like Queen of the Ring was that very big moment, but look how long it's been since she's had another moment. You know, hey. singles-wise for her, you know, outside of, Puerto Rico. That was a big moment. You're in your home country. You know, what I'm saying your homeland, your home turf. You're 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 being exactly you know who you are with the background, Nick City, all that stuff there. And it's like now, I feel like as as time go on, I do feel like Zelina, if she continues to you know be on this high roll that she's on right now, even even with this loss here, she did she still put up a great fight. It wasn't like she was squashed or anything, you know. Like she she actually's proving and stuff like that. She's a great talker. She has a look. She can wrestle. She I mean gear. Hello. Nobody. Like yes. You know what I'm saying? So like um I feel like somewhere down the line, Zelina will have that moment. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, it is patience of virtue. And there is a lot of patience that go into it. And sometimes your patience run out. But I think that as, as things align itself and it goes within the favor of where it needs to go, I feel like Zelina could have that moment. And when it's it
1: happens,
0: not, everybody be happy. I hope. Yeah. I will be, so. Yeah, and I also give Zelina props for performing because this night is also um, the. I know it's been over twenty years mm. since Aaliyah passed. Yeah. Um, 22. and. Exactly. Twenty two. Thank you. And <laughs> it's just. Yeah, and it's just the idea, you know, that she really does go up for Aaliyah all the time and show her love for her, you yeah. know. The fact that she got to perform on this night, you know, was really cool, you know, in that aspect as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Zelina. Shout out to Eos Sky for retaining her title. And also shout out to Zelina and Dakota for starting their own gaming podcast, too. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very excited to see that because I'm a gamer myself. So, of course, if you're here for game night, do you know, you know, you know and so on and so forth, so I'm very excited to see what goes on with that, um, and everything, and I'm obsessed with Zelina's gaming room, it's sickening, um, hopefully one day have that sit down with Zelina and discuss gaming with her and anime and all that other stuff, um, and also shout out to her, too, because she is one of the presenters for the streaming awards, too, so Zelina's really doing her thing, honestly, outside of Dodie. so, like, she's, she's doing a lot and everything like that, so, I mean, shout out to her, per se, so. Mess on that. Of course, we move on within the show because, of course, Cody rolls our, our pastor, our leader, Doctor <laughs> to give us a testimony and pays tribute to Terry Funk. You know, outside of, of course, what we did find out after Cody gave his testimony and everything, that this tag team match would be a Terry Funk hardcore tag team match. We didn't know that. But with Cody Rose, of course, talking about uh, within the legacy of Terry Funk and how he came into this business 11 years old and learning so many different things and stuff like that. And I mean, I, I mean, if we could get Zelina on Gaming Night with us, I think that'd be awesome. That'll be like that'll be fucking great. To be honest, we can get, if we can get Zelina, we can get Dakota, we can get Mia, we can get Shayna, we can get um, Jessica. Uh, do like if we can get all the girlies that play. Video games and we can all play with them. Y'all better tell us nothing. Dead ass. Yep. Game night would be like, yeah, we you're gonna see us at 2K24 for WDE, you know, playing with all the other gamers and everything like that. So, (laughs) but yeah, if that happens, that'll be great, you know what I'm saying? But you know, we're we're just starting a game night here with us and everything. So if it goes there, hey. I'm not gonna be mad at it, uh, and I'm sure Nikki would not be mad at it either whereas not imagine the traffic gaming night would be if those girls those women were on listen it'll be great don't get a j he rage unless you have Xbox well see I don't have an Xbox I have a playstation so and and if listen if a j wants to play listen i'm i'm all I'm all for it, okay. <laughs> But yeah, so Cody—he of course he comes out, uh, pays tribute to Terry Funk, and I mean, it's only right when you have Cody come out and pay tribute to people. I mean, Cody is such a great talker. He—he is—he is so much of what's best for business in WWE. I don't think they could have gotten anybody else. Xavier was too. Xavier did to put us on up, up, down, down. Period. Point blank. Period. I'm telling you right now, you put us on—you put the soft Shakers on up, up, down, down. We're taking that title. Oh home. Jesus! Yeah, gonna take thing. both of them. We're we're gonna be we're gonna be running up up down down. Honestly, if 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 the alignments you know align themselves and it ever happens or transpires, the soft shakers would take over up up down down. We already we already have our own names, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but um, what do you think of them using our pastor at payback? <laughs> well, listen, when you're a pastor like Cody Rose, you have to you know pass the wealth around to others and for someone like Grayson Waller, he needs this you know he he invited in our pastor to discuss you know and everything like that and we don't know what's going to happen he might try to attack our pastor and our pastor had to you know send him to the roads um somehow some way and we don't really want that to happen but yeah so Cody gives his uh uh pays tribute to tariff of course he talks about you know like what he experienced with Terry Funk uh, growing up as a kid and everything. And of course, being in the business with his dad and being in a lot of different shows and meeting a lot of these amazing legends and hall of famers, you know, at a young age that he was and growing up now to see that he, he's a wrestler within his own right and stuff. And I mean, like, Paying you know, the video packages and everything that they that they play for Terry Funk, it's just it was just really nice to see, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, if you've you've watched Terry Funk, you know that he's he was a maniac, chainsaw and all, all, all of that uh ECW hardcore style that inspired those like John Moxley and you know, y'all favorites Eddie Kingston and all this and that, um, and Cody and so many others, you know what I'm saying? So it was only fitting that someone who You know, grew up in the business at a young age when Terry Funk was in his prime, to be exact, to be the one to to give him this tribute. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. And then when you also think of the history and also like in recent wrestling history, like they show multiple pictures of um, Terry Funk with the NWA title. Yeah. And when you think about how in recent history, you know, before Cody, you know, made his advent back to WWE, you know, when he was on his Andy Mm -hmm. run, he actually won that title and it meant the world to him to Mm -hmm. win such a prestigious title that his daddy, you know, and so many people had won. And so... I I was like I said I was watching this with my dad and shout out to him he said I feel like if Dusty was still here he would be making this speech instead and Mm -hmm. I was just like you're right about it like you are definitely right about it but in the absence you know since Terry and Dusty are having fun together probably fighting right now Cody has (laughs) to do it you know and but the way he did it was so beautiful and it was just you know it was just really great. All the words that he put together, you know, to pay tribute to Terry and to Bray. He called them both cowboys in their own way. And it was great to hear that because, of course, generationally, there's there's a bit of a difference and a bit of a separation for those who might not have seen Terry Funk like in his heyday, heyday, per se. Um, but then he did sort of dip in to the 2000. 2000- <laughs> the only Terry that matters, babe, and Everybody <laughs> babe. Else getting up out of here babe I'm, I'm i'm trying to do my job um <laughs> oh my god your babe is right <laughs> the only terry that is that is acknowledged here that other one karen see, cross put the time up tiktok see, okay see, Dr- drion this is why this is why i'm marrying him um <laughs> This is why I'm marrying him. Okay. But like I was saying, like it just meant a lot, you know, for him to say all that about him. And like I said, generation wise, there's a few people in the generation, you know, who might not have been as familiar with Terry Funk, but the way that they, you know, wrapped it up together with the preview, you know, not the preview, but with the video clip that they made of him and everything, it was just really nice. And, it was very you know educational and it was very funny. and just the fact that Terry Funk called Dusty Rhodes an egg sucking dog like that that laid me out. him asking Michael can Michael Cole, can they can he say that? like you just said it right. He's, I mean, nobody says that now, so I do believe you're in a clear sweetheart. <laughs> I don't point me to whoevers saying that today. And then I saw a picture where where Terry Funk actually had a t-shirt that said Dusty Sucks Eggs. And I was like, (laughs) that is hilarious. Oh, the OGs, gotta love it. But much respect to this hardcore legend um, who definitely, you know, paved the way and also actually had a run in with our sort of modern hardcore legend in Mick Foley. So, you know, it was a nice tribute. And Cody, of course, went on to introduce the hardcore tag team match which took place after that so it was cool i loved he did, it he did uh tiffany had asked do you think pastor rose will be at the picnic to remember the montgomery brawl next year i would hope that he is i feel like yes. he should do the opening speech you know before the picnic activities happens because i think it's only right you know what i'm saying so i, I think it's only right if you have him there to discuss the the one year anniversary of the brawl because of course the, it's gonna be counted as a as a history. It's put it in the goddamn history books. How about that? Yes, yeah, so let's invite look. the new day as well. Very much so. And, Let and, them and... be the keynote speakers. <laughs> <laughs> I will travel down to Montgomery to see that. <laughs> shout out it to is. shout out to them. <laughs> Very much so. You you love to see. It. I hope they have a big memorial <laughs> celebration going on around there. So I yes. definitely. Love them. This really wasn't a hardcore match. Monday Falls, Canada, where between. Uh, Becky Lynch always should have been dedicated to her funk. Who's to say it's not since this falls can anywhere? Cody Luther X is forever. That's All why right. I'm marrying him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, first as Stephanie said they did talk about the this tag team match here. It was previously announced, but then he went on to say that this was gonna be a Terry Funk hardcore tag team match. Um, of course, living in the legacy of being hardcore. Now I know what you guys are expecting. Blood, wrong show. Um, but like I said, this match was going, it was going pretty well for the most part. Of course, I'm always happy to see my man Pete out here. You know, I'm always happy to see him, very much so. Uh, Bobby coming out looking like a deacon. I'm gonna you right now, I can't show days because you put your hands on my man, and I don't appreciate that. So, and I won't have to bring no folding chair or a bat for you, because I will. But uh, <laughs> this match was, outside of it not really being hardcore-ish that everyone was expecting, I still enjoyed it. It was it was still a good tag team match, honestly. And Rich, I, I see, you know, why people are very skeptical of you now even more, because that, that move that you kind of did on Montez and Dawkins had me a little mm, fragile a little bit. I had to you know look, I had to you know give you the side eye for a second. Um, but nonetheless, you know they brought a table out and everything. And like I said, while Bobby's out here, of course, doing what he does best, you know, baby, you you spared my man in a suit. I had a nice day as hell. Now you and I are about to have a one on one in the gender hardcore match. So, just saying. But yeah, so. Street Profits did end up winning this match here, and luckily Ridge did take the victory instead of my and Pete. So I am happy about that. Uh, Street Profits really more so needing this victory because I mean they are on the heels of being in this faction with Bobby Lashley. I don't know how they're. I don't know if they're going to expand or anything like that. Um, but I do feel like they do need this, and I don't necessarily know what to say if they're going to. You know, what what's the next plans are going to be like. I need you guys to like, you know, what the hell is y'all name? What is the name? What is what is the objective here for y'all? You know, what I'm saying I'm enjoying the moment here and everything like that. But I, next week, I need to know what, what, what else we got going on? What are we doing? What what's the end goal here, uh, and everything like that? So, any thoughts on this? Did you feel like this hardcore enough? You know? You know, it ain't Mick Foley style of hardcore, you know, or Terry Funk style of hardcore, you know, whereas, you know, we're lighting up barbed wire uh, on a bat, you know, and tables on fire and people getting busted open and everything like that, you know. I don't think people get busted open like that anymore in WWE either. Yeah, I think they were, I think. Since the crowd heard hardcore, it really triggered something. And then they were like, yeah, we're going to see something get rough, you know. Um, But at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. felt like they were low key rushing it because even like we weren't even four minutes into the match and people were chanting for tables. And Montez looked at was like, hey, 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 calm calm down. Like, you know, just wait, you know. But Mm -hmm. even with that, they were still, you know. Oh. It's okay, Roderick. It's okay. We're hugging yeah. you. I'm not hugging you. I give you a very much pat on the head because Yeah, yeah we know it's hard. But yeah. Um, but it was a lot of moments throughout this match that were still hardcore even without you know. Hmm? I'm talking about Jeffrey Twain. It was a lighthearted spirit. Lighthearted my ass. <laughs> yeah, that still- was hard. He flipped him over. You're still on my hit list, Jeffrey. I'm letting you know. Like, cause even, cause even, you know, oh my gosh, Ridge Holland <laughs> paid tribute to um, Terry folk by spinning, by spinning, by spinning him around and then um, hitting the street profits, you know, over and over again across the head. So it's not like, you know, a tribute, you know, didn't happen. And yeah, there was one table, but at the same time, if they were going to do like a full on hardcore match, and they probably would need to add it another hour or another 30 minutes. <laughs> to the show and they still had so much that they had to you know show in between that between you know the other tribute clips and the other you know matches and stuff so there was a lot that they still had to do so I feel like for what was done it was fine and Montez holding up this half of the table really looked badass it's Girl. like this really looks badass like I'm just like do you know how how amazing you have to be to hit to hit that move onto Ridge mm-hmm. Holland the way that they did yeah. in the match, and then you hold up the other half of the table, like yeah, like Montez Wait, is, is, is him, okay. Not yeah. not him, not him, Carmelo, but him in his own lane. So yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it Yeah, it was a really good match. I enjoyed it. Um, we got y'all wanted tables, you got your damn tables. He uh <laughs> Situation Jeffrey, you know what you did. I'm not, we're not gonna do this as we move on because, of course, throughout the show, they were showing uh video packages of like I said, Terry, not so Bray, why, but also these memorable moments of Bray, um, you know, throughout you know, fire, you know, first the first ever Firefly Funhouse. Um, and if you notice, there are QR codes that do take you to like various different moments of Bray Wyatt uh, in this history which I thought was really really cool and it's just like it still one of those moments just like damn like he's just like fuck this is really we're going through this whole memorial thing you know what I'm saying and like god damn it you know yeah, yeah. Like, tell me why, like, I was expecting, like, a newer thing with the QR codes. Like, with the first one that they showed um, yeah. with that one promo, the first promo that him and the Y family had, mm-hmm. I saw, I was like, oh, QR code. It was almost like, you know, something that you just know that you, like, it's something to trigger you to go back and, you know, do it. Like, oh, it might mean something, like, right. Like it was just so, so crazy. And then it took you to like the full video of the memory. And I thought, and I thought that was a really nice touch. You know, it took Mm -hmm. us back to the whole white rabbit thing, you know, to put stuff together, looking for them Easter eggs. And it was nice. And you saw all of the eras. You saw him in this era. You saw him in the, in the Mm -hmm. Fiend era. You saw him in the Firefly Funhouse era. Like it was just all really nice and beautifully put together. Yeah, shout out to the um the the team, social team, uh production team for DDE for pulling this off like within short notice and everything. Like it's when you're in situations like this, like well, unexpected deals like this, is just like you gotta you gotta have a team that can think great on their head when it comes to creating these things, honestly. And as I was telling, they could have been working all night, um to get all of this taken care of and make sure everything looks good and looks right and everything like that. So shout out to the production team and everything, because without you, we would not have these amazing moments and everything to, you know, continue to live on and whatnot. So, yeah, of course, um, as it was stated, the LA Knight would be facing Finn Balor in the main event tonight. And why not let it be against someone who he basically had his last match against um, at extreme rules last year. And it's just like, you know, First of all, within L.A. Night coming out, of course, he'd say that, you know, me and Bray were not, you know, friends, you know, or anything like that. But he is someone who he enjoyed the most out of, you know, having this moment. Ruby so is taken out of the arena by Chris and Girl, what she do? What she do? Drag her out? Or she kidnapped her? I saw breaking news and got scared. Lord Jesus. <laughs> she can't. Okay. So obviously Ruby Soho has been taken out of the arena by Chris that Maybe this will lead up to their match at all out next week. Hopefully they have a match. But golly girl. Did she, did she pick up and put on the shoulders? <laughs> like, what? But yeah, so child, a lot of stuff going on down on rampage. Um, which we no longer cover anymore, but you definitely can catch up on Rampage um probably on Sunday. Um, either Sunday or Saturday when you probably may catch up on it. Maybe so, because of course this is all in weekend, um, and everything like that. So, but yeah, so LA Knight comes out. Um, he talks about, you know, of course, this few that he had with Bray Wyatt before switching over to the Miz to talk about how you want to run the TMZ. First of all, not only did he uh switch his voice to make it sound a little bit more like uh you know, nerdy, Mizzy, like, you know, saying that oh well, you know, you you know, you run the TMZ all the time. You say the same old same old L A not is this, LA not is that, and then you even had a sidekick that was even more starting you. Yours, you keep talking about you being a Dodie champion 12 12 years ago or whatever, and the whole time the focal point was John Cena and, and, and The Rock. So, like you keep talking about all this, all this, all this, all this. You keep talking about me and blah blah. But you told him, man, you know, let me tell you something. Next time I see you, run. So, I mean, like the like you know, of course, him incorporating you know, of course, with Bray Wyatt and then you know talking about the Miz, I thought it was great. Of course, I mean it was a a great way because I mean LNA was the last opponent that Bray Wyatt actually had before he was actually supposed to face Bible Ashley at WrestleMania um, and everything like that. So, yes, she picked her up and left the left of the realm, child. Again, (laughs) But yeah, so I mean, LA Knight, you know, being someone to speak on behalf of, you know, Bray and even just having that little interaction with him and having that feud and, you know, being the reason why Uncle Howdy, you know, even very much existed in this in a sense as well. Like it's, it's great. It's a great moment, you know, Saying their feud was really great to enjoy and everything. And I know that people try to give him a lot of backlash for that uh, Mountain Dew, Pitch Black match, whatever. But it was still something quite interesting. And I thoroughly still enjoyed it for the most part as well, too. You know what I'm saying? But any thoughts on, you know, Ellen promo? Of course, talking about The Miz because The Miz talking shit about him on TMZ and everything. <laughs> yeah, I feel like The Miz going on tmz and what what I also thought was funny was the fact that he asked the TMZ person, oh, you know who that is? <laughs> but at the same time, you know, he was going in on the was calling him like a vanilla ice person mm-hmm. or like, you know, Napster or just a flash in a pan and all this other stuff. And I'm just seeing her like, you you're terrible. The Miz is terrible for saying all of these things (laughs) about LA Knight and just making it seem like he's just some dude who is just, you know, famous, you know, out of nowhere and and it's just going to burn out. No, that's not how this is working. Okay. Mm -hmm. People see LA Knight's authenticity and they love it. And they love his work ethic and the fact that he has worked his way all the way up to this point and he's earned it. Um, So, I mean, yeah. He's, he's that guy. Okay. So it's just like the message is just being real rude, but right Bray Wyatt had, well, not, I'm sorry, not Bray Wyatt. Lord, I'm sorry. LA Knight had something for his ass. Okay. <laughs> Cause I, I have to get real for a second because this was amazing to me because of course, first of all. LA had to mention the truth Of what's happening right and with him right. being The last opponent that L- that um, Bray Wyatt had yeah. It was just he you could tell It was weighing on his spirit And he talked about that and he said You know that the best part about all this is Is just the fact that You know all the fireflies were out And you could feel his spirit You know amongst the people right And he said that the one thing that Bray Even though him and Bray were not friends he said he taught him how to be ready for anything. And that's the truth, because any and everything was happening to LA Knight at that point when he was feuding with Bray Wyatt. And it's just like, ever since then you could almost, you almost think of it as sort of like, you know, you're finishing or like you're wiping out a lot of, you're buffering out your rough places in order to make you shine a whole lot. And now look at where LA Knight is at. Bray Wyatt did that for him. He helped him with that because of that. And yeah, he told him like, okay, you know, I believe, you know, he believed in himself and he knew that he could, that brave did that for him. But then he moved to talking about the men so smoothly and I was like, okay, this is how you jump from subject to subject. I like it. And so he kept talking and he was saying, and he mentioned all them facts <laughs> because he was talking about how The Miz was champion and all that, and how you were in the background for John Cena and The Rock. And I know firsthand because I was there, you know, like it. You, we were waiting for John Cena and The Rock to fight each other, we weren't really waiting for John Cena and The Miz to fight each other at 27. We weren't. And you know, I w- it was so funny that LA and I brought that up. And then he also brought up the fact that Damian Sandow got over like more than he did when he was a stunt double. And I was like, God dang, he just unloaded the clip tonight. But he further unloaded the clip when he said run. And I was just like, now that's how you end a promo. That is how you put a period on a promo right there. That is how you pay tribute. That's how you bring it all the way back around to your opponent. That is how you do that. LA Knight is that dude. And I'm sick and tired of folks playing with his name. I'm tired of folks making this seem like just because he's a viral sensation that he just doesn't have what it takes to rise and be a substantial star. He clearly does because you see how emotional this man was about Bray Wyatt and then he tied it right back into his opponent and then put a period on there by paying tribute to Bray Wyatt. Run, boo. Come on. Stop playing with him. L.A. Night is that dude, Mm -hmm. and I'm tired. He is my bad, you I am, you know, I'm always doing other things back here because I have multiple jobs here at WT. Um, but and you do them well. I appreciate that very much, so. And and, and just for that, and just for that. Yeah. 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 yeah! Period. <laughs> period. Of course, of course, guys. But yeah, so like, run! Come on! Oh Jesus, that wow! As long as it wasn't Uncle Howdy coming up here doing that, I'm alright because. Oh yeah, he did scare you a lot. It was just that one time, okay? And that one time was just enough for me. All right, I, <laughs> I see Joseph and Jeffrey talking about it in the comment section. Y'all could, y'all did not have to bring that up at all. Was so there, y'all? I forgot about that. I really did. So thank you for unlocking another memory in my, in my life. So now, when I can't go to sleep, I'm going to come bother both of you. How about that? So, all right. All right, because, you know, getting down to the wire of closing out the show and everything. But a um, few things that's happening next week on Friday Night Smackdown. Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar will face the team of Austin Theory and Grayson Waller next week. <laughs> Also, what was supposed to happen tonight did not, but we also have Jimmy Uso returning, which he was back there in the back per se, but I'm pretty sure nobody paid attention, but I saw him. Um, and it, of course, maybe we'll really more so dive into why Jimmy, why did you do the things you did to your brother? And you know, how did he feel about their super kick and happy belated birthday to you as well? Um, and and also, you know. Happy belated yeah. to Jay. Um <laughs> Have it belated to Jay. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> also, Justine is returning, so you know I'm happy about this. Of course, I, I, I thought Justine was returning tonight, but I totally forgot it was supposed to be next week. So me personally, I'm excited for it. Y'all know I'm a, I'm a Cena. I'm part of the Cena Nation. I've been part of the Cena Nation since 2002, um, even before he even created the Cena Nation. I was a part of it. I was with the Pro the protege, all that stuff. You know, I was with everything. So this is, of course, with him going to India for the very, very first time for the Superstar Spectacular uh happening and i don't give a damn i'm excited it's, it's labor day weekend next week you know for those celebrate celebrating all this stuff. my birthday weekend let's birthday. go yeah you know it, it's a lot that's happening you know coming in next week so last week of august i mean also why wasn't roman on the show The because it's not about him well because here's the thing it's not about right? him when when y'all decided that y'all wanted to make him y'all champion, then y'all we gotta put Cody Rose in a position to be with y'all Roman Reigns is not. So, but it's not about him. He isn't here. We don't, I don't give a damn where he is. As long as he's not on my screen. Because that means that we don't, I don't have to talk about him, but for y'all purposes and sake, there you go. There were rumors that he was gonna be there to honor break. Well, maybe he'll do it. I mean, I don't. I don't know if, if Roman want to break out of his tribal chief character, you know, or anything like that. But it would be very respectful if he did. But if he didn't, you know, it's cool. I know Seth Rollins said that he was supposed to show up, but you know, he opted out. And Alexa Bliss was going to, but of course, through the traveling issue she wasn't able to. So she did leave a very very nice video as well as Seth Rollins did too. So. There's that. But, of course, before we get into the main event tonight and, you know, of course, get ready to close out the show, we want to take a short commercial break and we will be right back.
1: Hey, peeps. TK Trindad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch, like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, Wow Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On The Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe, check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. Yeah, now I'm going to go off.
0: This is Shayna, the Queen of Spades, Baszler, and you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk. All right, you guys. Um, of course, this is our main event. It's how we close out uh, Friday night SmackDown and everything. Uh, L.A. Knight versus Finn Balor, two gentlemen who have had their fuse and have stepped in the ring with um, Bray Wyatt. Um, they did make it known that on commentary that we never got the demon versus the fiend, which is something that I would have loved to seen not because of the, not only just because of the fact that, that I get to see Finn Balor in his trunks again, because he's been wearing pants a lot, Um but because, I mean, you have the demon, you have the fiend, it would have been great. The entrances would have been amazing, hello? Like, the match itself would have been crazy. I would have definitely enjoyed every bit of it, you know, but it's it sucks that we, we won't have that, you know, opportunity um or anything like that, but Yeah, that match would have ate up. Oh, it would have been just, you know, either of all worlds type demotic match. and That's um, a Hell in a Cell, honestly. I know. And, well, it could have been a Hell in a Cell. It could have been. Um, But, unfortunately, we won't be able to have that moment. But maybe, I, I don't know. But... This was our main event. Um, it was, I feel like it went by pretty fast though. Like, I feel like the match between fan, both men, no selling. (laughs) Rare, but so I do feel like with LA and fan, this match was pretty short. Um, and uh, it, it really didn't last that long, um, at all whatsoever. I mean, it was, it was good for what it, what it could have been within the minutes that they had and everything. But, um, LA Knight, he did pick up the victory and everything. Um, and he, you know, pointed to the sky, salute to Bray Wyatt, you know, this is much of a tribute to him. And, you know, you have two men who've been in the ring with him, have had feuds with him and everything. And I mean, um, it's a great time. It's a great moment to, to share and have and everything. Um I enjoyed it for what it was, but you know, it was pretty short. But any any thoughts on this match here with, with LA Knight and Finn Balor? I feel like it was beautiful. Um, it was a beautiful match to me. Like just the level of athleticism that was popping off between these two was just really good. Like, it was good. I liked it. I liked it and then with the sentimentality of, of what it meant for the both of them to fight each other in this main event, which is really good too. It was very emotional. Um, I liked it a lot. And what's so funny was at one point, I think my dad asked me, he was like, you don't think the judgment day going to come out, do you? And I was like, this is not about them. They've been not. Um, and they didn't. And I'm glad they didn't. So honestly, this just, it this needed to be what it was.
1: Mm-hmm. Two
0: of these men just fighting each other and they did an amazing job and I really enjoyed it and seeing Finn I mean seeing LA pay tribute at the end and point to him and everything Mm -hmm. was just really amazing like I enjoyed this match a lot it could have been longer but we're we're gonna get into why it wasn't longer yeah definitely um but nonetheless it was it was it was a great for what it was and Uh, Shout out to uh, L.A. Knight for getting the victory and everything. But Jeffrey did make a good point. Finn was the first person to wrestle The Fiend. And L.A. was the last person to wrestle Bray. And... Two two amazing moments for both of these gentlemen. Um, And I know it's pretty tough to go out there and put on a match with each other, being that the common thing that you guys have, that you both were the first and last person to step into the ring uh, with someone like Bray Wyatt. And, I mean, uh, this is pretty much how we end up closing out Friday Night SmackDown. I mean, this photo here and then the land here, it's just... This is just like... mm, I don't even... It's like damn. Like what the fuck? (laughs) I can't believe this is still this is something that we're we're dealing with and happen to have and 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 this is it. Like this is like what the hell, you know? I don't even I don't even know what to expect for like Monday Night Raw because I know they're gonna do something there because of course they would have a, a lot more time to you know implement a lot more things and everything. But this here is just like I I truly can't even imagine, honestly. It's but it's, it's like, it is. It's like Jesus. But that's pretty mm-hmm. much how, you know, that Friday Night Smackdown ended with with this year. Um, still having a moment to pay tribute to Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I, this was very chilling for me because at first I was just like, um, what's happening because it wasn't going off mm-hmm. and you know it low-key reminded me now that I'm thinking about it it reminded me of Extreme Rules and how that was yeah, about to go off last year but then it, it didn't could. and then all the darkness just started happening and <laughs> stuff and it's just like just and it was just like when he was the fiend and all the lights would just go out like chomp, chomp, yeah. chomp. and I was just like oh my god and the lantern popped up, and I was like, "Oh!" And then the lights came up mm-hmm. on everybody's phone. And I'm not gonna hold you standing in that ring. I did not think that that was like a picture. <laughs> I thought that was both. I almost thought that I thought that was both Dallas for a second standing in the ring for a I time. did. I I did too. I was like, "Hold on, who is this?" But then realized that it was it was. I remember seeing this photo being posted on WWE, so I was like, "Okay," because I was like, "Hold on, what?" But yeah I was you know, maybe I was confused'll have maybe they'll have Bo Dallas come Monday or something you know what I'm saying and maybe who knows you know what I'm saying I, I mean the, the recent Bray Wyatt has been mostly Smackdown anyway you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so like um, I don't know, but this was this was this was a, a very uh, chilling moment per se. Um, And that's pretty much how we end up closing out Friday Night Smackdown, ladies and gentlemen. Um, This was pretty, you know, tough to get through. I couldn't imagine doing, like, a Monday Night Raw post-show after hearing the 80-girl pass. I would be sick.
1: Mm -mm. I would have
0: been, like, Mm -mm. mm, I I wouldn't, I would have not been prepared, to be honest. Like, I would have not, but... This is definitely does have that same feeling, and I know come Monday it's going to even bring back more of that feeling too, and everything. But wow, I don't, I don't really have much else to say. But you know, it's just more so considering You know, us here we do uh, continue to send our thoughts and prayers to the family of Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. I know this was like really, really big for like Bray Wyatt and everything, and you know, there's still you know throwing some things for Terry Funk, but it's just bray fucking wyatt like who would have thought that or expected that to just happen out of nowhere especially when there's been like rumors to say oh he was making a comeback he's about to be clear next weekend all of that stuff and it's just like "Mm." so it just doesn't feel fair it does not at all whatsoever. But like I said that's pretty much um, Friday Night Smackdown um, and everything. Of course, remembering Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk and everybody who has, you know, tweeted out or shared photos and everything. I remember being at the, um, smackdown in new orleans when he actually did come back you know and everything out of his hiatus and stuff and taking a photo and everything it is on my twitter my instagram blah blah you know said but also fun fact because a lot of people don't know when me and nikki talked about this last night was russell come last year for dallas um we were in the elevator and we because we were lost you know we didn't know where the hell we was going and um we end up getting on the elevator and um there was this guy i guess like an agent or whatever he came and said like, oh we got a full house you got room for one more and then bray wyatt comes up to the comes up to the elevator shook as hell did not even know the man comes stands right next to me we're elbow to elbow his elbow was very soft just want to say that the man is i'm like like y'all know i'm short i'm five three i've said that multiple times bray wyatt is like a giant said next to me. I mean, his arm was like this like big as hell and I just feel like a fucking toddler standing next to him. It was it was a great moment and experience and everything just to just to be in there. Like his aura walking in, I felt like my whole like my body shut down. Like I didn't I didn't know if I should breathe or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was just that just such an amazing moment to just like shocking to even have that or even to know that, that was even happening. Like child, it's crazy. But uh yeah, he had this thing about him he did and I mean it's in and it and its character it's something that you will never we'll never get again we'll never have that moment we're never ready to see how far this new character would have gone you know either but I enjoyed it for what we could have it for and everything so that yeah. is I was not expecting that child that was really yeah <laughs> Yeah, if I could, like, just share, like, two important moments um, yeah. that I had in terms of Bray Wyatt. The first moment um, was a SmackDown. It was, like, when a SmackDown came to Birmingham, and this was before the pandemic, this yeah. was when he was feuding with Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. And he was the Fiend, and then all the lights went out and everything else like that. And he was ripping his hair out. in the in in the hole because he had grabbed him Mm -hmm. and sunk him in the hole and everything and he had ripped his hair out and all you saw was just hair coming out of the hole and it was just like whoa and then I guess a, a second one that I do also have was the fact that the first time the Wyatt family came I was so happy to have my own cell phone Mm-hmm. To do the Firefly thing. Because yeah. I had seen it done on television so many times. And mm-hmm. I said, look, if if the Wyatt family comes to Birmingham, I'm pulling out my cell phone and I'm going to do the light. And the first time I did it, I was so excited. You couldn't take that away from me at <laughs> all. And then the third thing was last year when he returned. At Mm -hmm. Extreme Rules, I was in New York For um, Katrina's Women of Color and Wrestling panel At New York Comic Con And Mm -hmm. Extreme Rules was happening And at at Legends Bar, of course, Jabba Tears was having One of their viewing parties that they had For all the pay per view. shout out to them Mm
1: -hmm. And I was
0: able to go And we all experienced that return Happen, you know, all the TVs were On in there, we were all losing Our minds, we turned the lights (laughs) off To fit the ambiance of what was (laughs) happening In the arena, and we were just just all screaming and I did post it on my social media too because we were just so excited you know we had heard all the rumors but wasn't but then when all the music started playing and the song started being sung and all the puppets showed up we were just like <laughs> ah you know just screaming and really? then when he popped up it was lit and we were ready and I was so ready for him to return because I wanted him to have more because I felt like during the um after the whole dark light match, I feel like a lot of people sort of unfairly ripped that match to shreds yeah. at the Royal Rumble. And I was ready for him to really like come back and show us more of what was going to happen in the yeah. intricacies of what Uncle Howdy was going to be. And I would give anything to see him walk back through that door Extreme Rules again. But mm-hmm. life be life and mm-hmm and i just know we have to tell each other that we love each other because in the blink of an eye it can all just go away so yeah that is is very very true but we're gonna go ahead and get on out of here guys um we have overstayed our welcome thus far and everything but it is what it is of course uh stephanie let everyone know where they can uh keep up with you and everything Well, yeah, I know that you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter X and on threads at Queen Steph Hardy. You can listen to my show, the Hardy Wrestling Podcast, everywhere you get your podcasts. Um, And I won't have a new episode out this weekend because I'll be on assignment at Spartan Wrestling in Gaston, Alabama, doing commentary there. Um, so I'm really excited for that show meltdown and it's going to be great. So if you're in the Gaston, Alabama area, please go to the Gaston mall and support independent wrestling there and just everywhere period. And always remember to revel in what you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just so I said that there is of course a new vlog that was out. TK is at wow. Uh, of course we know the feud between uh, Stephanie and miss Penelope pink. Um, Shots were fired on on Monday. Um, if you know, you, sh- you should have watched the wild post show and you definitely should check out uh Stephanie's response to um, uh, Miss P- Penelope Pink, honey. Uh, she says she's the best goddamn thing that wild's ever seen <laughs> out and here again. How can you be the best damn thing that wild has ever seen when you're barely on the show? She's not even on this coming episode, but we're not gonna get into that today because I'm in my feelings. Let's not. I need, I need, I need a one-on-one match between y'all. Just like get in the ring, honestly. One on one one-on-one match, Penelope Pink versus Stephanie for that wild superhero championship. Make it happen. Do it impromptu. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's obviously the ongoing beef going on. You might as well just put them in the ring right now. Maybe Stephanie versus Miss Lana. I don't care who it is. In the ring. Everybody line them up. Definitely gonna take all y'all one chair at a time, okay? But <laughs> <laughs> But as for me, of course, you can always find me on Google Dreon Santana D-R-I-U-N-E that's where you can always find me and you can always find me here on the Women's Wrestling Talk. Uh, give her the sister Abigail. Definitely. Give her that. I mean, you better I mean, listen, you be- walk her like a dog every day. Okay, but <laughs> but yes yes, of course you can definitely uh find me here on warren's wrestling talk uh we do have emergence post show happening on sunday me and nikki of course got some things to talk about uh joseph don't come here at your bs with shelly because we listen you you'll be next in line to get hit with a chair too um and so on and so forth. And then, of course, we come back uh, on Monday for Monday Night Raw and all the other shows that we have here on Williamsburg and Talk 2. Um, if you don't know that by now, you definitely should be following us on all social media platforms at WW Pod. All over, check out the new vlog, TK at WOW. Um, WOW, per <laughs> <For a> se. <sake. laughs> it is. Um, other than that, I mean, continue to follow the website. Uh, we have new articles going out each and every day. Uh, new interviews drop. Nikki did an interview with um, the Big Flexer, um, Alexis uh, Lightfoot. Oh, well, Littlefoot, excuse me. Um, and check out some other stuff that we have as well, man, like the Sam and Callahan interview that Nikki did too. Um, there's also an interview with Kevin Knight coming out as to the Jet, who also called me out in a match. Child. I don't know what it is, but. I'm going to calm down. I I fight for real in the streets. All right. But nonetheless, uh, thank you guys so much for always hanging out with us here. And we hope you guys enjoy your weekend. And we will see you guys
1: very, very soon. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.